daydreaming about dragons. I want to talk about taking delight in not knowing things, which is to say, taking delight in discovering things through play, even when you're GMing. Don't need to know everything. And, and this came out because I was on, and it was in an online community, and the DM was talking about how uh, one of the players said they wanted their Dragonborn's eyes to change color based on their mood. And the GM said, the DM, whoever, whatever. Uh, that wasn't how it worked. Now, and, and they were on the community saying, hey, should I just let them have this? To which I reply, why not? Why not? Why not be amazed that one of your players cares enough to make something up that's that interesting, right? Because there, there are like, you know, different types of, of GM complaints that, that go online. And one of them is, oh, my players just won't make things up. They just want to hack and slash. Well, this person has one of the players who wants to make things up. And then they stifle it. And then they wonder why the players just want to hack and slash. Because hacking and slashing is safe. That's why. Why do people do things like, you know, murder hobo? Because it's safe. Because there are rules for it. Because you can't say no easily. And why say no to something that much fun? Hey, you know, what color are your Dragonborn's eyes when they hear the news that the king is dead? What a cool little detail. So here's what I say about it. Uh, I think this not only comes... I think this saying no to uh, eyes changing color, because I'd like a mood ring, right? <laughs> I think it comes from a couple different places. And let's go over what those places are. The, the first place is feeling like you have to know everything about the world, right? And feel, with that feeling of knowing everything, and I don't mean just making up a world. I love world building. I love knowing stuff about a world. I love making up cool little weird details. I love using historical details in new ways. Love it. Love it to death. We'll never stop doing it. But that's different than knowing everything. When you feel like you have to know everything, then if something surprises you, then you might feel like you have to say no. I would recommend doing a, a different take on it, a very different take. Rather than feeling like you know everything, you know, like Apocalypse World says, leave white space on the map. Leave things that you don't know. Matter of fact, flat out have questions about the world that you would like to see answered through play. And then discover it with your friends. And it will come out in the wash. You'll, you'll figure it out. You'll see. It'll, it'll just start to make sense. It'll be like an aha moment that'll come out at the table. So rather than knowing everything lay a foundation and then let other folks build little stuff like dragonborn mood ring eyes and use those details and then take delight in learning them right because that should be a delightful detail one of my players says oh yeah the dragonborn my dragonborn's eyes changes color you know and mood oh my goodness that's delightful that's lovely and I've seen people when they when they feel like they have to know everything, they just dig their feet and like, no, that's not there. 
right? And, and be careful of that. Watch that. The other place where that no might come from is a GM who is constantly on the lookout for a player to get one over on them. And uh, that, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Oh, the players are trying to get one over on me. And, and I see that in a lot of online you know, conversations too. One of my players can fly and I was going to have a whole thing where there was a, a bridge with a troll on it and they just flew over it. And now my, my troll bridge is, is useless. No, it's not useless. It's just, in, you know, it's just a detail on the, on the, on the bottom. Now they don't have to grind, you know, for a three hour combat. And I think that's what's really probably going on. Right. Uh, I think I, I feel like a lot of GM stuff that we see online is about labor. I made something and the players flew over it or stepped over it or went around it. And a lot of it is about being scared of having too much time and not knowing what to say. Uh, and those fears are profound, profound and there are things we need to think about. There are things I'm going to be thinking about as we go forward. Labor and the dreaded dead air. What, what next? And, and that's what I'm going to be on for the next couple of weeks. Uh, the next couple of shows. That's what I'm thinking about. Because there are tools that can help us with that. There are tools that can help us, you know, deal with the fear of not knowing what to say next. Uh, and, and the big thing I think you can do when you don't know what to say next is just say, tell your friends, I don't know what to say next. Let's take a break. But there are also, you know, random tools you can have, you know, little random tables, one D six each and you roll them and you get a little inspirational thing or, you know, lots of different things you can do lots and lots and lots of different things. And we're going to be talking about those. Uh, in the coming weeks, but, but those fears players getting over, uh, which, which is just a reframing, you know, a, a negative reframing of the players being clever. And I don't know why, why would you, it's not a competitive thing. Uh, I don't know. After a year of running five E, I feel like I'm, I'm getting where those kind of comments are coming from, but. We'll talk more about that, but for now, let's get to inspiration goat and see what they have brought us today. I caught a uh, part of an episode of Steven universe and it, it reminded me of something I want to talk about with character history. So bear with me. Here we go. I'm going to talk about this episode of Steven universe in which Steven finds out that one of his gem aunties is taking part in a professional wrestling circuit and she so professional wrestling very much like gaming right you have to make a, a persona and you have to act through that persona right so steven immediately goes into his room makes his own professional wrestling persona and joins his auntie as a tag team and there's this beautiful moment where he says my character my wrestler is named tiger millionaire and then he goes into this long involved backstory of Tiger Millionaire growing up 
and uh, you know mining coconuts and making his fortune and becoming a cruel tiger millionaire. Uh, and I think the idea is that it's a pairing of two unlikely cruel things, uh, you know, a tiger and a millionaire. If if, if you're if you're following me, cool. So he he lays out this whole involved backstory, and then he says. Uh, you know, your wrestler's name is the Purple Puma. What's your backstory? And she says, Pumas are cool. And that's it. And you know what? That's a damn good backstory. Pumas are cool. And both of those approaches can work. It doesn't need to be a big, long spiel. And, and through play you'll find out things about the purple puma and and you'll find out what what's going on with them and where they came from uh you don't need the whole big thing you don't need a novel you don't need a novella you don't need a short story and if that's what you do if you you know i i could totally see a a, a group of writers gaming together who want to just write it out and make and i could even see a cool game where you have family trees that's awesome. Totally awesome. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying you don't need it with a capital N. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes to uh, to my uh, haiku character history. And check it out. I hope you like it. It's a fun blog post. And it's one of my favorites. And I think haiku character histories are a thing that should catch on. They are so much fun. Uh, if you haven't written your character history as a haiku yet, you're missing out. Give it a shot. Come up with a character idea and then just write it up as a haiku. Or even better yet, find a cool picture on the internet, right? Find a picture of a, someone who you like, oh, I want to play that character. And then write a haiku about them and then stop. It's perfect. It's perfect. Why do I like haikus? Haiku as a character history, you know, tool, because haiku have an economy of letters, you know, economy of, of, of space. So you, you have creative constraints at work and there is something about a haiku. It just leaves you kind of wanting more. And those two things together, creative constraints and wanting a little more, that, that is what character history should be for me in my games, in the games that I like to play, the way I like to play them. Uh, it might not be your way, and that's cool. Tell me about your way. What's your way like? Drop me a line. You can do it through the Anchor app. You can send me an email. Uh, I'll have going through a bunch of different ways you can you can get in touch with me in the outro. And why don't we begin that outro right now? Thank you for listening to Daydreaming About Dragons. If you thought we were gone, you were wrong. We're back. Thank you for waiting for us. This RSS feed doesn't go bad. We'll be here. We're coming back. We are back. You just listen to us. Thank you. If you'd like to drop us a line, you can do so at my email. Uh, I will say it now. If you've got a pen ready, that's great. Uh, J-U-D-D dot K-A-R-L-M-A-N at gmail.com. And I'll say it one more time. 
judd.karlman at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at inspiration goat, all one word, inspiration goat. Tweet at me. Let me know what's going on in your games. What do you, how do you like your character history is handled? What are you looking for in a character history? And, and how much do you need to know as a DM? How much do you want your DM to know? How much do you like to know when you're a DM going into something? How do you deal with that fear of not knowing what to say when things get slow? I'd love to hear about how you're dealing with all that stuff. So drop me a line. Let me know. If you would like to support the show, there are ways to do that through the Anchor app. You can drop us some money every episode. Uh, you can purchase Dictionary of Moo, my sword and sorcery, sorcerer supplement. Uh, there will be links to all that in the show notes. And the best thing you can do is contact me uh, and and interact and let me know what's going on at your table. I love hearing from you and I would love to hear from you more. So let me know. All right. I will talk to you soon. It was nice to be back and I look forward to hearing from all of you.